Hi guys, this is Nurse Hannah again, coming to you today from nursestudy.net. Today we're going to talk about glomular nephritis, um, and I'm actually going to be shortening that down to GN because I cannot say that word over and over again without totally messing it up. So let's just make it GN, okay? It'll make both of our lives much easier. Before we get started though, I would like to do a couple of shout outs. Uh, our first shout out will be to Mirella, who is a nursing student in San Diego, California. Uh, Mirella um, was gracious enough to let us uh, use her um, as our first Facebook fan uh, on our Facebook page. And speaking of Facebook pages, if you can find us on Facebook at face, uh, Nurse Study dot net um, and hit like we would really appreciate it. Um, our next shout out will go to uh, Lyndon. I'm not sure if Lyndon is a nurse, a nursing student, or someone who just likes to learn about things like glomular nephritis. But regardless, she, um, she, I hope it's a she, she or he, sorry, um, uh, left some really nice uh, comments for us in our page on nursestudy.net. So we really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Lyndon. I would like to point out that uh, this is a new world to me. I'm used to teaching students um, on a face-to-face -face level and being, you know, able to respond to questions as they come up. It's a little bit harder to just be staring at a computer screen, um, trying to do a lecture and not have be able to look at faces and see if there's any confusion. So I could make this super simple or I could be a little bit more in depth. I figure if you're like me, which of course some of you may or may not be, I have about a 15 to 20 minute ETA to my place of work and at that time I like to listen to books on tape or some kind of lesson or something to keep me on top of what's going on in today's world regardless of nursing or anything else. So I'm going to try to be a little bit more in depth on some of these subjects um, and hopefully that'll help you like pull it all together. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, so glomular nephritis, GN, is an inflammatory uh, process. The little tiny filters in your kidneys that are called glomeruli, so I guess we'll have to shorten that one too. They remove the excess fluid and electrolytes and waste from your bloodstream and they pass them into your urine. So when you have glomular nephritis, you have an inflammation of the glomeruli, and this is basically a disease that can injure part of the kidney that filters the blood. So when the kidney is injured, it cannot get rid of the waste and the extra fluid in the body, and then if it continues, it could stop working completely, resulting in renal failure. A GN can be acute or chronic, of course, an acute would be a sudden attack of the inflammation, and a chronic would be something that's coming on more gradually. Some of the signs and symptoms of GN would be pink or cola-colored urine from the red uh, blood cells in your urine, hematuria. You could have some foamy urine due to excess protein, proteinuria, high blood pressure, hypertension, fluid retention edema with swelling evident in your face, hands, feet and abdomen. And I'd like to make note that most of your nursing books and most of the questions that I've seen that 
uh, our NCLEX type questions, they like to focus on a periorbital edema. So make sure if you see periorbital edema and it's talking about GN, uh, there may be something there for that question. Um, we also will have some fatigue and anemia or even uh, renal failure. One of the biggest causes of GN is a post-streptococcal infection. So if they've had a recent strept infection, um, this may uh, be one of the things the doctor will need to know when he starts making his diagnosis. If it was from a recent strept infection, um, usually GN will be self-limiting and these patients are more likely to recover quickly. Another cause of GN would be bacterial endocarditis. And here bacteria occasionally can spread through your bloodstream and lodge in your heart, causing an infection of one or more of the heart valves. You're at greater risk of this condition if you have a heart defect such as a damaged or artificial heart valve. Bacteria endocarditis is associated with GN, but the exact connection between the two is unclear. And also the other thing that can cause GN is uh, viral infections, you know, such as uh, HIV, hepatitis B, or hepatitis C. They can also trigger GN. Other conditions that can lead to GN would be high blood pressure, um, and it makes sense because high blood pressure can damage your kidneys and impair their um, ability to function normally. GN can also lead to high blood pressure because it reduces kidney function and may influence how your kidneys handle sodium. Diabetic kidney disease or diabetic neuropathy can affect anyone with diabetes. Diabetic neuropathy often takes years to develop, so good control of blood sugar levels and blood pressure may prevent or slow kidney damage. Chronic GN uh, sometimes develops um, after a bout of acute GN. In some people, there may be no history of kidney disease, so the first indication of chronic GN is kidney failure. Infrequently, um, chronic GN also can run in the families. Uh, one inherited form called Allport syndrome may involve hearing or vision impairment. Some of the complications with GN um, is that they can damage your kidneys so that they'll actually lose their filtering ability. As a result, dangerous levels of fluid, electrolytes, and waste will build up into your body. Uh, complications may include acute renal failure, so that's the loss um, of function in the filtering part of the nephron, and that causes waste products to accumulate rapidly. Um, you may need emergency dialysis, and that's just, if you haven't studied dialysis yet, that's just an artificial uh, means of removing extra fluid and waste from your blood. Um, and it's through a large machine, so um, if you haven't seen a dialysis machine yet on the unit, I would, they're usually somewhere in the hospital, and I would actually take a look at one. Usually those nurses are really nice in showing you the machine and, and um, teaching you a little bit about it. Um, another thing that can happen is chronic kidney disease. Um, with chronic kidney disease, your kidneys gradually will lose their filtering ability, and if your kidney function deteriorates to less than 10% of normal capacity, well, now there is end-stage kidney disease, which does require dialysis or a, a kidney transplant to sustain life. Of course, uh, high blood pressure, damage to your kidneys, 
um, and the resulting body of waste in the bloodstream can raise your blood pressure. Um, you can also have nephrotic syndrome. With nephrotic syndrome, you have too much protein in your urine, which results in too little protein in your blood. Um, so nephrotic syndrome may also be associated with high blood cholesterol and swelling, edema of the eyelids. There's that periorbital edema again, uh, feet and abdomens. So how are we going to diagnose GN? Okay, um, usually the condition will often be diagnosed just from a simple routine urinalysis, which is abnormal. Um, we can also test your kidney function uh, to make that diagnosis. But the urine test, let's get back to that UA, will be positive for RBCs um, because it means you have blood in your urine, so hematuria. Um, your white blood cells will be increased, as we know, because that'll mean that there's an infection present. Uh, the protein will be elevated, but it won't be that high. It'll just be higher because of the inflammation proteins getting out a little bit more than it normally could um, get out if your kidneys were functioning normally. Um, the blood tests that we would use are it's usually a BUN and creatinine and those levels will be high. <clears throat> if the, your doctor wants to go into more um, in depth into this, you know, uh, they may recommend diagnostic studies to allow visualization of the kidney such as an x-ray or ultrasound or even a CT scan. So <clears throat> treatments and medications. So some cases of acute GN, um, those that, especially those that are going to follow the strept infection that we spoke about a little earlier, uh, they tend to improve on their own and often require no specific treatment. But in general, the goal of the treatment is to protect your kidneys from further damage. So we know that the kidneys are compromised, so keeping your blood pressure under control is a is key in protecting your kidneys. To control high blood pressures and slow the decline in kidney function, um, the physician will probably prescribe one of the several medications including diuretics, angiotensin converting enzyme ACE inhibitors, or angiotensin II re receptor blockers. So if GN goes untreated, um, we can end up having a renal failure. So when this happens, you know, dialysis can help us remove extra fluid and control the blood pressure, but really the only long-term therapy for end-stage kidney disease is dialysis and a uh, kidney transplant. Um, when the transplant isn't possible, um, dialysis could be the only option. So as far as the nursing actions are going to go, we want to give antibiotics as ordered, and it's really important to make sure that uh, the patients complete their whole um, dose of antibiotics and not stop once they're feeling better. We're going to be doing strict INOs, so strict intake and output. And we're also going to be limiting their sodium intake since uh, sodium will actually help them to only retain water. We have a couple nursing diagnoses for you. We have a risk for fluid volume deficit related to excessive fluid loss. Um, we also can do imbalanced nutrition, less than body requirements related to anorexia. There's also excess fluid volume related to plasma protein deficit in sodium and water retention. Uh, risk for imbalanced nutrition, less than body requirements related to anorexia. And finally, anxiety related to prescribed activity restriction. So that's just a short little blip on GN. I hope I kept this short and clear. Um, 
it's like I said, it's kind of hard without seeing your faces if any of you guys have any questions on this. But you know, you can always get a hold of me on Facebook at Nurse Study Net and leave a message there, or you can get us on the internet at www.nursestudy.net. And again, my name is Anna, and I hope you have a really great day.